Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 350 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Proverbs chapter 1 today and our focus is on how can I become wise? How can I get more wisdom? What exactly is wisdom anyway? How did Charles Spurgeon define wisdom? Well, hey, thanks for joining us. We only have like, what, two weeks and a day left in the year? That's pretty incredible how it has flown by. We are a daily show where we read the Word of God and we discuss it. And our goal is to get you hearing the Word of God, thinking about it and seeking to obey it and follow it. We've got a website. It's Bible2021.com. That's Bible2021.com. Every episode of the show has its own blog post, which basically contains a transcript of pretty much everything I say, except all of the uh, spontaneous junk at the beginning. Well, during our Old Testament time for the remainder of the year, we will be spending time in Proverbs rather than Psalms and seeking to acquire more wisdom from the Word. Proverbs are sayings of wisdom, and most of them in the Bible were written down by King Solomon, son of David. Now, the first few verses of Proverbs 1 outlines the purpose of the entire book, and it says, The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for learning wisdom and discipline, for understanding insightful sayings, for receiving prudent instruction in righteousness, justice, and integrity, for teaching shrewdness to the inexperienced, knowledge and discretion to a young man. Let a wise person listen and increase learning, and let a discerning person obtain guidance for understanding a proverb or a parable, the words of the wise and their riddles. Well, I especially love that fifth verse. Let a wise person listen to these proverbs and actually grow greater in wisdom. Now, reading through the Proverbs and absorbing what you read will most certainly increase your wisdom and you will have increased learning and obtain guidance. This is a most profitable book to read and to listen to. A first principle on wisdom we need to understand is this. Wisdom comes from God and his word. It doesn't really come from within and it doesn't necessarily come from just living life, right? For Proverbs 2, 6 tells us, the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Deuteronomy 4, 5 says, I have taught you statutes and ordinances as the Lord my God has commanded me so that you may follow them in the land you are entering to possess. Carefully follow them. In other words, carefully follow God's statutes and ordinances for this will show your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the peoples. When they hear about all these statutes, they will say, This great nation is indeed a wise and understanding people. So we get our wisdom from God's word, his commands. Now, so many people in social media and movies and Oh, TV shows, especially the Disney TV shows, right? They kind of point us to what I consider the great message of this age, which is be yourself, believe in yourself. Uh, it's maybe the single most prominent bit of worldly wisdom out there. Unfortunately, in some ways, it is a opposite of what the Bible tells us. It's an utterly opposite biblical worldview. Now, I'm not telling you you should pretend to be somebody else or not be genuine, 
But I am telling you something along the lines of what Proverbs 28 verse 26 says. The one who trusts in himself is a fool, but the one who walks in wisdom will be safe. One of the wisest things you can do, according to the Word of God, is to accept a wise warning and respond to it. Now, many people scoff when they are warned of something. It kind of tends to be a habit of youth to scoff at somebody when they give you a warning. And I know I did that several times myself. But if you wish to be wise, then listen carefully when somebody, especially somebody who is wise or older than you, warns you about something. And we see this in verse 21 of our proverb today. Wisdom calls out in the street. She makes her voice heard in the public squares. She cries out above the commotion. She speaks at the entrance of the city gates. How long, inexperienced ones, will you love ignorance? How long will you mockers enjoy mocking and you fools hate knowledge? If you respond to my warning, then I will pour my out out my spirit on you and teach you my words. Well, that's a great promise. When we respond to wisdom warning us through people, then we will gain more wisdom and a greater measure of the spirit of wisdom. And when we ignore that wisdom, we don't respond to wise words of warning, then something tragic happens. We keep reading into verse 24, which says, Since I called out and you refused, extended my hand and no one paid attention, since you neglected all my counsel and did not accept my correction, I, in turn, will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you, when terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind. When trouble and stress overcome you, then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will search for me, but won't find me, because they hated knowledge and didn't choose to fear the Lord, were not interested in my counsel and rejected all my correction. If we spurn and ignore wise words of wisdom from the word of God, then we should expect to be spurned as well, a heartbreaking outcome. So what is wisdom? Like what's the definition of wisdom? What is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? Well, the Bible never gives us an exact and precise definition but it does give us several pointers that helps us understand what wisdom is. For instance, a passage like Ecclesiastes 10.10 says, If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen its edge, then one must exert more strength. However, the advantage of wisdom is that it brings success. So, in this case, wisdom is akin to knowing to sharpen your axe when cutting wood. Or how about Proverbs 14.8? The sensible person's wisdom is to consider his way, but the stupidity of fools deceives them. Well, wisdom here is the sense to plan and to be thoughtful about things and not make rash decisions. Or how about Proverbs 13.10? Arrogance leads to nothing but strife, but wisdom is gained by those who take advice. So, hey, wisdom listens Wisdom takes advice. Arrogance goes its own way, and that leads to trouble. Job 12.12, Job tells us that wisdom is found with the elderly, and understanding comes with long life. So the young should look to the older, not with scorn, but with open ears wanting to learn from them. And we gather from all that that wisdom is more than knowledge. It could be said that wisdom is knowing the right thing to do with that knowledge. Wisdom begins with fearing the Lord as well. Why there? 
because one who fears the Lord will obey him. And obeying God's word is wisdom and will bring wisdom. Wisdom is thoughtful, it's sensible, it's careful, it listens to wise counsel, especially wise counsel from those who are older. I like how John Amazing Grace Newton defines wisdom. He says, Wisdom is the knowledge of what is fitting and best to be done under existing relations and circumstances. It is the discovery of the fit and the useful and the avoiding of the unsuitable and injurious. Wisdom is ever attended with singular advantages, and it ought to be among our first and most important inquiries. Spurgeon says the first lesson in wisdom is a knowledge of our own ignorance. He cannot learn rightly who has not first been taught that he knows nothing. It's good for a th- it is a good thing for a man to feel that he is only beginning to learn and to be willing to submit his heart to the teachings of God's Spirit that he may be guided in everything by him. The prayer of the quickened soul is, teach me. We become as little children when God begins to deal with us. Have you ever noticed how the clean heart always mourns its uncleanness and the wise man always laments his folly? It needs holiness to detect our own unholiness, and it needs wisdom to discover our own folly. When a man talks of his own cleanness, his very lips are foul with pride, and when a man boasts of his wisdom, he proclaims his folly with a trumpet sound. And then Spurgeon defines wisdom as this, "'Wisdom is knowledge rightly used.'" Knowledge may find room for folly, but wisdom casts it out. Knowledge may be the horse, but wisdom is the driver. When a man has knowledge, it is like corn, which is laid in the barn, but wisdom is the fine flour prepared for food. We want Christian people not only to know, but to use what they know. Happy is he who knows what to do at the right time. Many people are very knowing half an hour after it's too late, but to be filled with wisdom is to be able at once to apply knowledge rightly in difficult cases. Wisdom enables you to bring your knowledge practically to bear upon life, to separate between the precious and the vile, to deal with your fellow Christians in their different conditions, and to deal with sinners and those that are without. You need wisdom to conduct your affairs that nothing shall scandalize the weak or bring dishonor upon the name of Christ, for mere knowledge will not suffice for this. Knowledge is the blade, wisdom is the full corn in the ear. Knowledge is the cloth, but wisdom is the garment. Knowledge is the timber, but wisdom builds the house. May all our knowledge be sanctified by grace and attended with the guidance of the Spirit that we may become wise to know what the will of the Lord is. Amen. A lot of wisdom in that one small paragraph from Brother Spurgeon. Let's read Proverbs 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for learning wisdom and discipline, for understanding insightful sayings, for receiving prudent instruction in righteousness, justice, and integrity, for teaching shrewdness to the inexperienced, knowledge and discretion to a young man. Let a wise person listen and increase learning and let a discerning person obtain guidance for understanding a proverb or a parable, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction and don't reject your mother's teaching for they will be a garland of favor on your head and pendants around your neck. 
My son, if sinners entice you, don't be persuaded. If they say, come with us, let's set an ambush and kill someone. Let's attack some innocent person just for fun. Let's swallow them alive like shoal, whole like those who go down to the pit. We'll find all kinds of valuable property and fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot with us and we'll all share in the loot. My son, don't travel that road with them or set foot on their path because their feet run toward evil and they hurry to shed blood. It is useless to spread a net where any bird can see it, but they set an ambush to kill themselves. They attack their own lives. Such are the paths of all who make profit dishonestly. It takes the lives of those who receive it. Wisdom calls out in the street. She makes her voice heard in the public squares. She cries out above the commotion. She speaks at the entrance of the city gates. How long, inexperienced ones, will you love ignorance? How long will you mockers enjoy mocking and you fools hate knowledge? If you respond to my warning, then I will pour out my spirit on you and teach you my words. Since I called out and you refused, extended my hand and no one paid attention, since you neglected all my counsel and did not accept my correction, I in turn will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you, when terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when trouble and stress overcome you, then they will call me, but I won't answer. They will search for me, but won't find me, because they hated knowledge. They didn't choose to fear the Lord, were not interested in my counsel and rejected all my correction. They will eat the fruit of their way and be glutted with their own schemes, for the apostasy of the inexperienced will kill them, and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will live securely and be undisturbed by the dread of danger. Wow. That is worth reading again on your own time. I hope you do. And we will close out today with Revelation 5.12, our Bible memory verse for the month of December. It says, They said with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.